I am so excited to tell you that the Academy doors are now open. So if you want to become an Unbreakable Mindset Life Coach, then this is definitely your time. We have put some crazy discounts on the enrollment prices to make this so easy for you to step into this transformational career. Please just DM me the word coach on Instagram, coaching, and I will send you the link. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. So we're now on to podcast 18 and as I kind of think about ideas for the podcast and and what I'm going to talk about, there is a conscious thought in my head of, oh my God, what happens if I start repeating myself? Because I've had that thought in my head, I thought, you know what, the chances are I'm probably going to repeat myself. I'm not in this definitely not in this one because I've made notes and I have really thought about what I wanted to say in this episode but please know if you ever do think god she said this before let's just presume if I've said it before it's important so you probably need to hear it again and we'll take that um stick that I was going to beat myself with and just put it down so this episode I wanted to talk about specifically an unbreakable mindset an unbreakable mindset is a methodology that I came up with from having coaching myself. So there's definitely an episode where I've talked about this, where my journey into coaching came because I really struggled with a breakable mindset where I was struggling with my thoughts, struggling with depression on and off for years. What I kind of discovered after coaching for a long time was that I had a methodology, a methodology that I work with, like a framework that I work with clients, where we kind of uncover what causes them low mood, what triggers them to have anxiety. And that's the core of the work that I do. So again, just to lay that out, because I think having this podcast, people might wrongly presume that I coach people around uh, manifestation, which I don't. I coach people around mindset because mindset has to come first. Okay, manifestation is a lovely cherry on top of the cake that I add on with clients. So if you work with me in a one-to-one capacity, then we do the core mindset work. We get you unstuck from where you are now. And then you get free access from working with me one-to-one to my uh, manifestation course, because I want everyone to be able to have the life that they want and for it to come easily, for it not to be a struggle. But the manifestation part, as I say, is the cherry on top of the cake. And it's something, again, why I did a manifestation course where you self-study is because I want you to be able to do that part on your own. However, if you want to do the core mindset work, then you do that with me one-to-one. In this episode, what I wanted to talk about was from an unbreakable mindset point of view as to why you might be struggling and why you shouldn't struggle, okay? This week is significant because 
it's probably two years to the date around about as to when we went into first lockdown. And I know this because two years ago to date, my husband and I went down to Manchester to buy our wedding rings without telling anyone because we knew we were going to get married in secret. And then we did that on the Tuesday and on the Friday we went into lockdown and something popped up on my phone as a time hop to kind of say, you know, there was two years since we went down to, to Manchester. So I know it's two years since we all went into lockdown. With that significance in mind, I wanted to think about you know, if you, if you think about what we all went through in that time and we coped, okay, so let's scroll back to what, what, what actually happened was people were uncertain about their income. People were uncertain about what the next month looked like, the next six months looked like, the next 12 months, you know, further down. I think everyone thought at the start it might just be a few weeks of lockdown and then we'll get back to normal. And then as we got into it, I think people realised this is, this is not going away anytime soon. So we had that to deal with. We had to deal, you know, if you if you had kids, you now had to work. If you were working from home, you then had to kind of manage schoolwork as well. Remember just going to the supermarket was a trek. It was like knowing that you were going to be queuing outside a metre apart. Was it two metres? God, it's so easy to forget, isn't it? Either two metres or a metre apart, you were queuing outside I don't even know if we were wearing masks at that point, which is crazy because you think we were standing two metres apart, but we didn't have to wear masks once we got in there. Anyway, it was it was crazy. And when you look back and think, God, yeah, some of the stuff that, that we had to do, which maybe wasn't helping. If you were living on your own, then you were isolated unless you were in a bubble. Some of us didn't get to see family for a long time if you weren't, you know, it, it, nearby and you couldn't go on walks with them. There was so much that we were restricted of and it was a tough time. I love listening to podcasts, hence why I do a podcast. And sometimes if I feel like there's nothing much to listen to, well, I'll just go back and like listen to like the, the Louis Theroux one I absolutely adore. And he did a lot of his while in lockdown and I was listening to the Chris O'Dowd one. Just this morning, actually, we were in the thick of it then in terms of lockdown and they were still talking about certain things about you know being locked in and doing the Joe Wicks things and yeah and the reason why I'm taking you back to that memory is because yes it was painful and it was a struggle wasn't it it was a real struggle however if I was to ask you what your mindset was like back then versus how it might be now some people might be worse now than they were in lockdown. And the reason why that is, is because when we are presented with something, as humans, we have the ability to cope. We are, as Brené Brown always so nicely puts it, we are wired for struggle, okay? We can cope with whatever life throws at us. But what we really struggle to cope with is the thoughts in our head, and that is the heart of why I do my Unbreakable Mindset work. Because once you release yourself from the thoughts in your head or you're able to cope with them or you're able to unwire them and get to the core of what they're trying to tell you, life is easy. In fact, it's not easy. It's beautiful. You get to start loving your life so much more. You know, I am 
the poster girl for that of when I struggled with my thoughts, I struggled with life. I don't struggle with my thoughts now and I enjoy my life. And it's that difference and it's nothing to do with financial gain and it's nothing to do with the house that I live in. It is literally to do with mindset. And what I would say is once you get the mindset, the other things come easy because you're not in a struggle with it. Anyway, that's not what I was going to talk to you about. I made notes for a very specific reason so that I don't go off on a tangent. And I feel like I do that sometimes in this podcast because I have so much that I want to share with you all of how you can manage your mindset and how you can train your mind to be able to live the life that you want to live. Anyway, back to it. So, unbreakable mindset. And the notes that I wrote was, um, we worry about stuff that hasn't happened. That is a key trigger. Worrying about things that haven't happened. The other key things are limiting beliefs. So think about something that you desperately want, but you limit yourself about the thoughts you have, okay? Like if you really want to lose weight, what are your thoughts about it? Do you feel like it's going to be too hard? Do you feel like you're never going to get to your end goal? If you have those thoughts, the likelihood is it's going to stop you achieving your goal. If you feel like you're not even good enough in the position that you're in, then you're going to struggle with that one, let alone the position that you probably could be doing three grades higher than what you're doing now. Because your limiting beliefs have limited you in your beliefs about the world or yourself. The other triggers can be, you know, there's many anxiety triggers or low mood triggers, you know, and just off the top of my head, inaction, so doing nothing about it, you know, just going to work, coming home, not doing anything about the goals or the things that you want to do. Inaction can lead to low mood and low energy and therefore you get trapped in that and you don't want to do anything else. Worrying about things that haven't happened, that's a trigger. Worrying about what other people think, that's a trigger. Procrastinating, that's a trigger. You know, there, there are lots of anxiety triggers and when you know what it is that's pulling your mood down, you don't fight with it anymore. You don't kind of think, oh God, like life's tough. That's just the way it is. Instead, you start going, like, why? Like that's the stage that I'm at with my unbreakable mindset. It's like, why do I feel the way I do? And I go into a really kind of detective role. Yeah, I always say that to clients. It's like being a detective, trying to detect why you feel the way you do. There is always something at the end of that thread that anxious thought there is something at the end of that that is causing you to feel anxious that low mood there is something at the end of that low mood causing you to feel low mood you don't just wake up and suddenly become anxious there are reasons there are reasons why you feel the way you do maybe you've just hidden them for such a long time that they've exploded in one go thinking about all of those things okay because I've thrown a lot at you just in the last 10 minutes thinking about the fact that you know what we survived a pandemic okay going back to that and how tough it was and how hard it was not to see family how hard it was to just I remember like us fighting to go (laughs) to take the dog for a walk (laughs) because I mean the dog's never been walked so much and he hates walking he's tiny he'd rather just go out for five minutes and come back in but almost kind of like well I'll take the dog out no 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 I'll take the dog out just because we wanted to get out because I think the most we could have outside was 45 minutes and to have somebody come to the house and just sit outside in your garden was a treat let's put that into perspective having somebody sit in your garden was a treat 
I remember in, oh God, it was a Christmas. It was a cold lockdown. It was like an October one and a November one. And we could only sit in gardens at this point. So we had a barbecue at my mother-in-law's house. Um, shout out to, um, to, to Anna, who put on the best cold weather barbecue. And I, it, was, it was a memory I'll never forget. I smile when I think about it. Even though when you think about the circumstances we were under, I still smile when I think about it because we were cuddled up. I think she might have had like a, a log burner thing on outside. Is it called a log burner? It might not be called that when it's outside. A chimney thing. And we were cooking barbecue food outside and it was bitter cold and we had coats on and hats and gloves and scarves. And I'll never forget that because that was a moment. Of, oh wow, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Because that was a moment of family. That was a moment of getting back together and seeing people. I guess the reflection that I'm looking for is that those were the things that truly mattered and what you're worrying about now you could probably easily figure out and problem solve. So coming back to that I want you to give yourself a little reset button from this podcast a reset button to go and ask yourself what are you worrying about right now? What is the thing that's causing you the most anxiety? What's the thing that's causing your low mood? And go and sit and get a pen and a bit of paper out, have a quiet moment and start to check in with why am I low mood? Okay. And then what can you do about it? If you're unhappy on your job, what are you doing about it? If you feel like you are worrying that you're not good enough at your job, what are you doing about it? The feeling not good enough in your own job, start asking yourself serious questions about, right, why do I not feel good enough? And then get like, factual about it what am I good at in my job where's my development areas what should I be working on where's the points in my week that are amazing where's the points that I just feel really low mood start to become your own detective okay and then you'll start to find answers the thing that stops you from problem solving your own life is your thoughts about it your fears, your limiting beliefs, any anxiety triggers, that's the thing that holds you back. Now, come back to me getting really emotional about sitting in my mother-in-law's garden having a, a barbecue. We are wired for struggle. And what do we do? We make barbecues in the winter because we can cope and we'll do whatever it can. When, when world's against us, we'll do whatever we can. Look at how everyone is pulling together for Ukraine right now. The world comes together when we're in struggle. When you're in struggle, what are you doing about it? Stop sitting in the struggle, okay? Stop beating yourself up because you feel like you're getting sucked into low mood, okay? You can do something about it. You have the power to be able to do that. We can cope. We are wired for struggle. You're just not wired to deal with the thoughts in your head. So make a mental note. Where do you want change? And what are you going to do about it? And then start to do habits and actions to put in place to to overcome these things or start to problem solve. You know, if you're feeling lonely, what are you doing about it? Are you just staying in the house or are you going out and doing something about it? There are plenty of things that you could be doing right now. God, I know you're probably hearing this. Like join a class, join a class, whatever it may be. It doesn't even have to be an exercise class. Do something that interests you. Even just going to the supermarket. Stop just putting your head down in your basket. Look up and smile at people. In fact, go back to that um, episode that I did on smiling, right? Because that one, I know, because I got loads of positive feedback from you all, that when you smile, it changes things. 
it cha- I'm smiling for you now. It changes things. There are so many little things you can do. So to have an unbreakable mindset, you've got to be able to dig deep on why you're feeling the struggle right now and then problem solve. I hope you've absolutely enjoyed this episode and I look forward to connecting with you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes